From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. Life shouldn't feel normal right now. The outbreak broken down. Well, I've actually been in the Home Office working virtually every single day, three days a week in the Home Office. With Carl Riley and Thomas Manor. What I keep saying frequently, and I'm sorry if I'm repetitive, is... Stay home, protect the NHS. And to save many, many thousands of lives. This is Pandemic and Politics. It's been quite the week. We almost don't know where to start. But <laughs> I think the best way to start is just to do a really, really quick overview of what's happened and we'll take it forward from there. So we won't go into the nitty gritties of the um, coming scandal because I think that's been covered quite extensively. But what I would say is that this whole episode has highlighted one simple fact. We're living in a country, democratic country, with an unelected prime minister. Oh, harsh strong <laughs> getting it right out there right? <laughs> <laughs> well you know call it as we see it As I, go on um, you know the nation is in the middle of a pandemic which has already claimed the lives of over 37,000 individuals our government are charged with the responsibility of making sure that we are safe and that they safeguard our lives now in order to do that social behaviour is a massive and significant factor and anything that influences that therefore influences um, the pandemic. Mm. So to choose your senior advisor over the national interest, i.e. impacts on social behaviour because of the Mm -hmm. declining confidence, is a clear sign that whoever this man is, is of such significance and and Boris is so dependent upon him that he is basically the man in charge ergo our Prime Minister I see how you've got there I wouldn't go quite as 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 far forward as you've gone in saying that he's an elected Prime Minister but I think one thing that we've learned through this is just quite how important Dominic Cummings is to Boris Johnson um, we can see that he if he hasn't broken the rules he's at least broken the spirit or flew very 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 close to um, breaking the rules um, and you can go further than I can on on this but um, regardless of that what we know is that Britons have said as a result of what he has done they will now not be taking the lockdown measures seriously and that is really significant because even if Dominic Cummings had made a lesser infringement of these restrictions even if that was the case and you had the British public turning around and saying we will now not follow the regulations there would be surely a case to to make some sort of take some sort of action or make some sort of statement to get the British public back on side that doesn't seem to be forthcoming and it hasn't been the case and that is really worrying Um, worrying for the health of the nation worrying for the state of the nation in terms of its leadership as well and I think you know the other thing is as well you think of, of, of just make you wonder what is going on 
behind the doors of number 10 doesn't it emily may is i know she's been kind of um target not targeted but she's been rebuked for what she said about in her opening to newsnight on on thursday where she just outright said dominic cummings booked the rules she went on to say what does this say about boris what does boris johnson's blind loyalty say about the inner workings of number 10 you could even say couldn't you it's, it's more than a blind loyalty isn't it it isn't loyalty this is no longer about loyalty and even if it was about loyalty he made the decision to be loyal to the nation when he put himself forward to to, to run for prime minister mm. he made the decision to put the national interest first when he chose to put himself forward as the leader of the party we believed in him when we actually gave him the huge the privilege and the responsibility to lead us and to yeah yeah. he made these decisions and if there is going to be a loyalty and it's not to the nation then that is a massive area of concern but what makes this more interesting or what compounds this is that they could have chosen a number of strategies to satisfy the public in terms of making sure that he at least had the perception of being reprimanded or the illusion of accountability Mm -hmm. and that could have that could have been managed Mm. in one way and there are loads of strategies that would have achieved that the fact that he didn't speaks to not loyalty but dependency Mm. and it's dependency that he has on him which means that he is the one that's actually in charge I don't think it was Boris's idea for him to hold a press conference in the Rose Garden that was purely his idea because he wanted to make sure that his ego was protected Mm. because it was his ego that was on the line when it came to how he would actually respond to the public outcry and it was his ego that led to the that 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 led to it getting even worse um you, i've heard some political pundits in the last week or so saying boris johnson he has never sacked anybody i think that there's maybe there's been some person while he was london mayor that he possibly you know got close to sacking but he's not that kind of person that can apparently um really lead a team deliver difficult messages and so Dominic Cummings is kind of like that tough enforcer Um, but I think Dominic Cummings as well as possibly being that I don't know this is all kind of gossip and you know in speculation or whatever but um, undoubtedly he's he's really pushed Boris Johnson over the last nine, nine months before Boris Johnson was leader of the Conservative Party before he got Brexit done. Um, we had all of those dramas towards the end of last summer, Parliament being prorogued, all of these um, st- strategies and manoeuvres. We had the election. And no doubt, well, we know that that Dominic Cummings, we know for a fact that he had his hand in some of them. Um, but no doubt he's pushed Boris Johnson to take some of these, what were gambles at the time, Boris Johnson has seen that they've paid off and that's just in the last nine months alone. So with four years ahead, do you think he's just thought, I can't go this alone? Absolutely. Because Boris Johnson knows that he was elected because he was able to sell a perception. 
the idea that he truly believed in Brexit, that's really a perception. It's basically like if you went out for a club night, met a girl, and then, you know, took her home, had a good time, met and in your mind... <laughs> <laughs> and in your mind, that was it. But then she turns out to be pregnant, and then because of that, you have to get married, and now all of a sudden, you're married to this girl, and you're about to give birth to a child, and you have to pretend that, yeah, I'm really into this, and we're going to be together forever. That was never your intention in the first place. It's just gone too far. And, okay, that's a bit of an extreme analogy. But this, for Boris, initially, Brexit was just a night out. It's now gone way too far, yeah, where he's now leading yeah. the nation. Mm. And he's, and he's contractually tied from, from, from it. <laughs> um, 